mama.com You might not go to hell. Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 78. It's March 16th, 2008. Palm Sunday of the Lord's Passion. Hi, Dave. Good morning, Reiner. How's things today? Oh, things are, I don't know, not so passionate. Not so passionate? I'm sorry to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. You need a hot babe. Yes. Those ones you're reading on the Internet aren't quite, you know, doing it, huh? Well, you know, it's hard to say, Dave, since I don't say. You, you don't really meet people on the Internet. You get a clue of who they might be. So. Do you really? I wonder if you even get that. I wonder, too. But kind of I, said, I said clue and might, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> You're hedging your bet there a little. So here we are the day before St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Big day for us Irish people. Indeed. For I don't know. You know, I, I, I think... It has very little to do with St. Patrick anymore. It has to do with, oh, look, I'm Irish, I'm great, let's drink. I think that's what it has kind of become. So I, I suppose it's a celebration of her, you, you wind up listening to Irish music and see Irish dancing and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I was wandering through, saw WGN yesterday, and they were showing the St. Patty's Day pit parade in Chicago. And, you know, there were some... You know, little Irish chickies doing their little Irish jiggy dances. It was, you know. Mildly diverting? Yes, it was interesting. I like I like that Irish dancing. I do. I think it looks cool. So. And you know what I like about Irish dancing is that it, it's, it, it's suitable for thalidomide babies, too, because they don't use their arms at all. <laughs> well, that's a... Interesting concept. Yes. You know, their arms are just like, you know, see how their arms are right down to the side. Eh? Yes. Yeah. I I think this has something to do. Here's here's what I think. I think it, I don't know, and probably some purists might get mad at me saying this, but I think it has something to do with nuns and not, you know, swinging your arms because that would look provocative or something. I, I, I think it's somehow developed around that. I could be completely full of crap. I, I heard a rumor it was because um, they had all these Protestants. That's what I heard. You're always blaming the Protestants. No, I'm just saying it was like against the law to dance. Oh. So, so that, And then the girls would stand like at the window and they couldn't move from their head up oh. but their feet were dancing and stuff. You know? Oh. So when you looked at them it didn't look like they were dancing. But, but they were. But they really were. I don't know. So, oh, you mean the, like the was that the English overlords who were Protestants? Yeah. Dancing? Yes. Wow. I don't know if that's true or not, but I heard that rumor once. Yes, they they actually moved the celebration of St. Patrick's Day and St. Joseph's Day because they're both this week and it's Holy Week. So, and apparently Holy Week, you know, usurps any other feast. And it's only that week this year because it's damn near the earliest Easter can ever be. So now, so you now, don't have this problem. Okay, now see that that is an interesting. See, this is an interesting subject to me. That now isn't isn't the Easter has something to do with the 
lunar eclipse and something or something. The first moon. Sunday after the first full moon after the vernal equinox. Now, what could, listen now, just look at that. <laughs> I, I mean, let's just be honest. Could, could it be any more pagan kind of, uh, you know, timing for anything than that? You got moon stuff, moon, equinox, full moon. What? What's that all about? I don't know. I think it, that's how they scheduled the Passover, too, or something. So that's why it's... Oh, you think so? It goes back to when Passover was. Maybe. I think uh, so. All right. I just thought it was interesting. But just it's the second earliest day it could ever be this year. So. Well, still in March. I know, because, like I say, it's, it's always March 21st is the vernal equinox, right? And then the right. first full... It so happens that in this year... The full moon is the next day. Wow. And then the next day is Sunday. So Easter could Easter could be in May even, right? Yes. Wow. <laughs> that's interesting. So like I say, it could only be one day earlier and I think that's if the full moon and Sunday were the same day or something. Mm. But you know or something. Well, whatever. Whatever. So you know the other thing I was gonna talk about, poor Saint Joseph, he gets screwed again, right? I mean I, I don't know that he ever got screwed, don't they? <laughs> I sure hope he got. You don't think he got any? Don't you don't think uh, Jesus had some brothers there from Mary and stuff? I don't know. Well, not from Mary, I don't think. You, you think that was it for him, for her? Just Jesus? That's her lonely kid? Well, that's what the, you know, eternal virgin thing. That's what they say about her. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. The virgin, perpetual virgin or something. Man, Joseph got a raw deal. Well, he got a feast day named after him, though. <laughs> and then all the Italians get drunk instead of the Irishmen, and that works. <laughs> we got to get everybody drunk. You know, we got to have a day for everybody to get drunk. I guess it's good to spread it out over the year. So, you know, I mean, the Swedes must have their own guy, and the Poles have their own guy, right? I Who guess. the Poles have? I have no idea. Oh, hmm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm gonna refrain from my guy. I. 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 I heard you. I heard the withhold there. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about it. No, never mind. All right. So. So, anyways. Yeah. So let's talk about the readings. I guess. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to go continue down this course. Man, this one was so exciting. <laughs> it, we're, it was, just, we're just. We're learning all kinds of things and sharing them, so that's what's important. I guess so. Now, you like the first reading there, eh? Well, see, they're actually, on Palm Sunday, there's actually a pre-first reading, you know, because mm. I don't know if you've been to Palm Sunday lately, Dave, but when? it always opens with a, like a, sec, a, a pre-gospel reading where, you know, the Jesus comes in on the ass and with the oh, palms yeah. and all that. Right. So that's actually from the gospel. Right. And, and he said, "Go get those that go get the colt and the ass and the ass, and and, and then we'll ride in and we'll wave palms around and stuff." And because this was a fulfillment of prophecy. Some crap like that. Yeah. That's why he said. That's why he said, "Go do it," because I got to fulfill a prophecy. I know. I just like the concept that there's palms, and that makes me think of being at the beach. So that works out. <laughs> We have palm trees here. Yeah. 
I don't think they're indigenous to Arizona, though. No, maybe not. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. So, so anyways, the palms. Yeah, it's got. I I always get a good visual of like him riding in there, people throwing palms down in front of him. And I remember getting palms at that church. You know, you get palms. They hand seems like out. a big party time, doesn't it? It does. I mean, people always like weave little crosses. Some people do. Out oh of yeah. Palms. Have you ever seen that? I have. Yeah. And they weave little other things. Right. Right. Even though they're holy objects or something. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to throw them away. So you're supposed to bring them back next year so they burn them up to make ashes for Ash Wednesday. Wow. You That's that pretty thing. cool. Yeah. Um, so I I was reading these readings, and, uh, and one of the things that I got out of it was this idea of Jesus accepting his destiny, accepting his, I don't know if you call it fate, is it a fate if he chooses it, if he accepts it, get into that free will? But this was his destiny, even though, you know, through the whole thing we're talking about Judas betraying him and going to the mount and finding this um, donkey to ride in on and all this there, stuff. There's a, there was a whole lot of fulfillment of things right. going on, right? Mm-hmm. So. And, and unlike, I was just contrasting that to our our normal course as humans. I mean, in a sense, don't we, don't we also have a fate and a destiny? And isn't it, the, the main difference is that he knew his and he embraced it? And do we, do we know ours? Or do, do maybe we really do know our destiny, but then we fail to embrace it? Or do we... How does that relate to us as regular humans walking around? Well, Dave, I think that if my destiny was a hot girl, I would embrace her. Okay, get get your mind out of the gutter here, all right? That's not a gutter, Dave. I'm just saying. <laughs> Talking about embrace, I don't know. I see. Uh, um, but, yeah, I don't know, Dave. It seems that we have something we're called to do. I mean, that's the theory that you're here to do something, and you should buy into what... God's will and there do the thing you've been called to do, whatever that is. But yeah, I'm thinking most of the time you don't really know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> why did that, why did he know and we don't know? Well, I don't know. Are you sure he knew? He sounds like he did. He sounds like he fulfillment of destiny and it, like he he knew he was going to be betrayed. He, he, it sounds to me like he had kind of a. Uh, Although right at the end, he said, "Thy will not want my will be done." Like when he's on the cross, so maybe he didn't know he was going to die. I don't know. But then, but then he talked about all this stuff about I'm going to rise and you know, et cetera. So it seemed like he knew what the plan was for him. Well, yeah, you would think that he had more knowledge of how things were going to turn out, right. just because he was more informed. But right. I don't know that he. Straight up, like saw the future as much as knew that. Accepted it. Well, and, and you know, could had, had a could see. I mean, a lot of people do that. If, if you're more wise, you can say, "Well, I can see where this is leading," kind of thing. Right. I'm not sure that he, you know, like could fast forward to DVD and see what was really going to happen. But clearly, he could see that he was about to go over the cliff. So. Right. Right. 
I mean, I noticed that reading the readings because I noticed like this first pre, right? Readings, reading was Matthew twenty-one, mm-hmm. and then you read get to the Passion and it's Matthew twenty-six, and I said, what happened between that? Yeah, and 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 obviously this is not necessarily a chronological history, but Matthew at least kind of points it out in those those other five chapters. Jesus is kind of pissing off the, <laughs> you know, the church leaders by. Know, doing, telling them that, yeah, you guys are hypocrites and all this stuff. And so, was this before he got arrested? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like I guess if you look at it, if you figure this was Palm Sunday, like the rest of this week, Holy Week, he's in there preaching to the crowds and pissing off the church. Right. <laughs> right. So by Friday, you know, actually by Thursday, they go, I'm done with this, and that's. Well, it wasn't bad when he was out in in the hinterlands, but I guess when he came right into where was that Jerusalem? Exactly. Yeah. Right into their backyard, they said we're not putting up with this crap. That's right. That's right. So. Didn't like that. Yeah. Well, that is interesting. You speak to entrenched power, and sometimes you get crucified. You think? <laughs> what happens, huh? Yep, and you can. Whether it's you know God's will or not, you're still going to end up getting screwed. So right, I don't know. Or you do what you think you're supposed to do, and you get crucified and say, "How? Why is this happening?" And then you could say, "Well, that's how it works." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I'm going to be greatly rewarded for doing the right thing. Mm, where does it say that? <laughs> that's not guaranteed, is it? I think not. Mm. Is that why maybe we don't do the right thing so much sometimes? Cause I think it's because we're self-involved mostly. But yeah. but then when you look at it and you say, oh, well, and, and I guess those things are related. Because <laughs> if I look at this and I say, this is what I should do. You know, God wants me to do this. And you go, man, I don't want to go there. Right. I mean, even I was just mentioning. It's going to hurt. Yeah. This isn't doesn't take me to the beach with hot babes and margaritas. You know, this takes me to, I don't know. Although, personally, Ryan, I think that for you, that would be doing God's will. Do you? I, I just have a sense of that. All right. Mark is hot babes for you. Well, you know, the thing is, that I don't think people recognize, is that hot babes have needs, too. <laughs> yes. You know, not, you know, they could be walking around just being hot babes, but they need the love of a good man. And that's what you would be providing them. So that they can blossom and, you know, fill the world with love. and Become hot women, exactly. not just hot babes. Exactly, and become great women. Right, exactly. And that, and you're the vehicle for them getting there. That's You're fulfilling your destiny. Right. All right, well, you know, somebody's got to do it. And the margaritas just kind of help you get there a little bit. Exactly. Try to social uber. Help me, help me with my inhibitions. I didn't know you had inhibitions. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm afraid of girls. Are you? No. <laughs> I can see why you would be. Really? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, anyways, back to the readings. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of sacred and profane day here on the show. I think. You think? Go sacred, go profane. Well, that's different from any other day. But um, so, 
then, so then we have the whole thing that he goes through and um Right now, you know, I didn't read. Is the end? He goes up. I mean, is, this takes you to the whole crucifixion. What, what's the end of that read? The whole thing. There's a short version and a long version, but yeah. they start out with the whole, yeah, feast of the unleavened bread, where they all go and they get drunk, and then they go out to the Garden of Gethsemane, and the disciples all fall asleep, even though Jesus says, "Hang with me," but they're drunk, so they fall asleep, and mm-hmm. then. Judas comes and he kisses him and he cuts off the ear and that's Peter cuts off the ear, right? It says one of the people on oh, this gospel anyway, but and then they haul him off and they take him around and they give him to Pilate and then they beat him and then they turn him off and Barabbas and then they take him up and crucify him and then yeah, the whole thing. Well, what's the what's the last thing? Then he dies. And then, uh, and then he burnt. And actually, and then, and, he, and the veil of the sanctuary is torn, and there's an earthquake, and we got zombies again. Oh. And, and the bodies of many saints who had fallen asleep were raised. Really? Coming forth from their tombs. Oh, yeah, so there were, that's right, there's this whole, yeah. we're back to zombies, so there was a whole bunch of them walking around, right? It wasn't just, again. It, wasn't that the, the thing that was happening then? Right. Yeah, but that says, and coming forth from their tombs after his resurrection. Oh, so they just mentioned that. And then it happens, and then it was evening, and Joseph of Arimathea came, and they took him, and they stuck him in a tomb. And then they said, hey, this guy said he was going to rise for a dead. Let's guard the tombs so, so that the disciples don't steal him and say that he rose from the dead. Right, yeah, right. And then... And it ends by saying, so they went and secured the tomb by fixing a seal to the stone and setting the guard. And that's how it ends, where he's dead and in the tomb. I see. I have, see. A, have a nice day. Right. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, yes, it's a whole big production all in yeah. one reading there. So. I see. Yeah. Okay. And so we're waiting to see what happens come Easter then, huh? Exactly. So we got this whole holy week of mourning because, mm. although, you know, if you go to the daily readings... If you actually went to the things every day, see, that's what they do. This is the Reader's Digest version for the people who only go on Sundays. If you go, if you go to daily Mass, then you get that whole, what I was talking about earlier, of how he's pissing them off all week. And then, oh, yeah. And then Thursday night at the, you know, Holy Thursday service, they have the whole washing of feet thing. And then Friday, there's, and then they, and it also ends with them the same reading, though, where they stick in the tomb, uh-huh. and then Friday there's no church at all. That's the thing. There's no mass at all anywhere from the end of the Holy Thursday service until the Easter vigil. I see. So all day see. Friday and all day Saturday, there's no daily mass because Jesus is dead and in the tomb. Hmm, interesting. All right, so, so. Where, where does that leave us today? <laughs> I don't know, Dave. Um well, I, I I think where it leaves us is something about embracing embracing God's will for you, embracing your fate, embracing your destiny. I think this is a profound example of that. It's almost the most extreme. If you look at it symbolically, it is it is a death. I mean, it's a, a, perhaps a death to our own egos if we truly embrace you know what. What God might want for us. It probably has very little to do necessarily with what we want for us. Yes. And I think this is the but example that, of that. I see that example, and I see this, but how how enticing is that for you, Dave? 
Not very. I know. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you look at this and you go, you know, it doesn't really fit in with the commercials I see on TV where if I use this deodorant and hair stuff, the chicks are going to be all over me. That mm. seems that seems more, um, I don't know. More 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 um, uh, something I can relate to? No, I can't relate to it, but it, <laughs> it seems more enjoyable way to go, you know? Oh, yeah, that's true. Well, but that is the challenge, isn't it? Huh? It is a challenge. And I don't know that we're up to it, but, you know. But the real question, again, Reiner, is. What does this have to do with foosball, Dave? Hmm. Embracing one's destiny, embracing God's will, sacrifice, death, resurrection. That experience of death and resurrection occasionally occurs in foosball, don't you think? It does. It seems like all is lost, and then you miraculously pull it out. I don't know. That's right. One never knows when that could happen. And then you get the joy of Easter, maybe. That's right. That would resurrection. go through this. You know, I think that God is does that. I think he's. It's an emulation or a recreation of life. This whole being dead and buried, and I mean, it's the cycle of life thing where you have to have suffering and death in order to right. rise again and be happy. And you know, daffodils are are springing up in the snow, sure. and, and uh, I'm hoping my irises come up this year. That'd be good. But you go through periods of that in your life, don't you, where you're experiencing death, your own personal death. All the time. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's just the, the way things are where yeah. you you're continue to plunge into the river and then you come out into the sunshine or something. But. Well, and also, if you think about it, it's kind of true that something old has to die in order to make room for something new in each yeah. life. It's just what, what if you're the old person? And then you die. Oh, yeah. Well, that's <laughs> your say, or, or what if you plunge into the river and then you hit your head on a rock and you don't come up, you know? Oh, yeah. It's not as exciting. <laughs> or what if you go through a period of life where there's... No sex for you. What, what, do, you mean, what do you mean, what if, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be a, a preparation period for a greater intimacy for going to another level, for getting involved with a new person. You have to be able to take these dark times in the tomb, alone, cold, empty, in order for this resurrection to occur. Oh, boy. <laughs> Even if it lasts for 20 years. No, you know, no matter how long it lasts. <laughs> yes. And, and what if, you know, they just forget to come and open your tomb and you're just... Well, you got to kick their door down at that point. I guess. So, but when, how do you know what day to do that on, though, Dave? Oh, yeah. I mean, he had a he had scripture telling him three days and I'm out. Okay. Mm. Good question. <laughs> I have no answer to that. No answer at all. Okay. But, well, anyways, I think we're done. What do you think? I think that's a it's a good thing to be done. All right, it's good that we're done, and, and we're gonna we're gonna end this by wishing everybody a, uh, a happy Easter. In the future, we'll wish you a happy Easter next week. We're also going to wish you a happy St. Joseph's Day and a, and, and a happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you. Exactly, and have a good Holy Week. Have a good Holy Week. And don't make it Holy Week. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You know, like in, uh, don't just be Holy oh, Week. Oh, right. Make it a Holy Week instead. I see, I see. Yeah.
All right, we're out of here. All right, ciao. You can make it. Shoot it. Mommog.com.